Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. My name is Babs Rose Ivy. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I think we're going to get some rain. This weather has been crazy. Yesterday was like 50 degrees out. <laughs> it's like 50 degrees. I was like, oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, all, all my all my technical stuff is uh taking a beating. I don't know what is happening. Uh, but nothing seems to be uh working the way it should. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I'm trying to get this lighting right. So I look a little better in the in on these on these internets. Uh, but you know, whatever. Uh whatever. I had a great day yesterday. Yesterday was pretty good. I had dinner with Fahad uh Vahidi yesterday. Lovely. We we were at Rawa. I had a great conversation. You know, I I I he lives far away. Like he lives in Hartford, so I'm I'm I don't get to see him that much. But it was uh it was really nice to catch up. It was just what my spirit needed. We had a good dinner, we talked, we laughed, you know. It's great. So if I look like I'm playing with the lights, it's because I am. I'm trying to figure out what light looks best. N none of them. <laughs> N none of them look best. So I'm just going to, I'm going to leave it with this really bright spotlight, strobe light. Uh, but anyway, so that was, that was lovely. I popped by Possible Futures yesterday afternoon, uh, you know, just to hang out a little bit. It's a good space to hang out. I've got a book on hold over there that I need to pick up. I've got a book I need to take back to the library. Oh my gosh, too many things, way too many things. Uh, but that's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind too many things. I, I really don't mind too many things. So uh, let's see. Uh, today I have a arts council board meeting at five thirty. I got to go see my internist today. I've been putting it off, so I got to go. So I go do that today. Hopefully I'll do it before the uh, weather changes. I had a, after I got off yesterday, I went over to gather up on State Street and hung out with my friend, um, Joan Lindley. Um, uh, from the, she used to work at the Mercy Center. She's still kind of quasi works for the Mercy Center. Um, she used to run the um, spiritual direction courses. And that's how I know her. So I used to call her Joan London. <laughs> But it's Joan Lindley. And uh, so it was nice to uh so I didn't get I didn't get over to Cafe Nine for the concert. I heard it was fabulous, packed. I didn't get to do any of that. I didn't get to go over to Marquan Chapel for singing in the Lord's uh singing in the Lord's songs in the strange land and times of black history and Lenten comm commemor commemoration. I, I didn't get to do any of that. So, yeah, by the time I left uh, Fahad, Rawa, I was tired. So I went on home, came on home. So uh, so whatever plans I had, half of the plans happened. <laughs> so uh, that's how it goes. So I hear Pistachio over there on Howe Street is fabulous. So I've got to set up some time to meet people. So I think I might just like meet me on how at pistachios. Um, it looks very pretty. So I'm like, okay, a little bit of Paris comes to uh, New Haven. 
And I say that, I say that to say it's got a very uh, eclectic Moroccan Parisian vibe. So, so yeah. I mean, it's just uh, so many things, so little time. Uh, and I believe there's something going on tomorrow. I got to check with people. I think there's something going on tomorrow that I need to know, be a part of. Uh, I gotta, I gotta double back on that. It's just a lot, which is fine. You know, just, it's just absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. So, uh, what else is going on? Uh, I was looking at the name of independent and there, uh, Matt is up for, uh, uh, being reinstated to the Board of Education. So, uh, Matt Wilcox. So, I mean, I, I guess he wants to do it. So if he wants to do it, I'm sure uh, they'll find a way to make it happen. Uh, I know his wife, Joanne Wilcox, lovely people. Uh, they do uh, Pecha Kucha, uh, which is always fun. And I think there's one coming up in February. So, uh, so if you've never done pachacucha, you know it's a it's a Japanese term for, I guess, quick, short stories, quick story. So you have, oh God, I have to look this up. You have X amount of slides and X amount of seconds per slide to tell a story, to talk about anything you want, to talk about anything that you want, uh, and uh, and people enjoy it. It's fun. It really is fun. It's fun. So, okay. Pechakucha means the sound of conversation in Japanese. And uh, it was conceived by Tokyo architect Astrid Klein and Mark Ditham, who were seeking a way to encourage student presenters to use PowerPoint in a more organized and succinct manner. So I believe it's 20 seconds. So the rules for Pechakucha presentations are the presentation must contain exactly 20 slides that are displayed for precisely 20 seconds, making the total presentation time six minutes and 40 seconds. That's why Pechakucha presentations are often called 20 by 20 presentations. I've done it twice and I've had such a good time. Uh, I've done it twice. I've done it when they did it last summer for Arts and Ideas. And I participated and then I've done it for uh, when it initially was doing and they were doing it at Lada Studio. So uh, and then this last this last year, I hosted it. I, I was their MC. It was fun. So I didn't have to do it. I just was their MC. And uh, I enjoyed it so much. So so the slides move automatically as the presenter is speaking. So what I what I I guess my advice would be is to tell just tell people just tell your story and let the slides go, you know don't try to keep up unless you have like one word, uh, word and word to match the slide. Otherwise you'll you'll just be chasing slides. So yeah, so you tell your story and let the slides just be what they are slides. So anyway. If they're coming up in February, there's one coming up in February. I know there's a New Haven one, and there's a Bridgeport one. Um, so if you're interested, I'll keep you posted because I know that they're working on it. Matt will Matt and Joanne Wilcox are working on it. It's a fun thing. 
It really is. And it's a great way to build community. You get to learn so much about people uh, in ways that you uh, Oh, I'm so sorry. I I cut out for a second. I didn't mean to. (laughs) I didn't mean to cut out out for a second. Oh, the joys of technology, the joys of technology. But anyway, I'll keep you posted about Pecha Kucha. I think you'll dig it. Uh, And I'm always encouraging people to do it. And if you're, this is a good way to uh, face your fears of public speaking. Uh, Because you're not up there for a, a, a whole bunch of time, six minutes. You could do anything for six minutes, you know, and you have slides. So, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. So consider it. Consider it. Uh, Consider it. And uh, especially you people who are are nervous about... um, public speaking and being in front of people and having people look at you. <laughs> this is a good exercise. And it's fast. You know what I mean? So you'll get a rhythm for it. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite things. So hopefully they will invite me back. I don't necessarily need to um, do one. I could absolutely just be their host. And speaking of hosting, I am hosting. Um, I'm going to be one of the hosts for the upcoming exhibition, the uh, African-American Studies, Southern Connecticut State University presents Seven Lenses, uh, documentation, Black culture. And uh, I think Sawa is going to jump on uh, today. I think she's jumping on this morning to talk about something. I do believe she is. (laughs) She's got some stuff coming up. Let me let me double check and see. I believe she is coming on uh, because she sent me a message saying uh, she wanted to uh, come on and talk about all the stuff that she's got going on. So let me see. Yeah, so she's going to pop on at some point today. Uh yeah, so she's going to pop in sometime today. So are you, I'm going to ask her, are you uh, pop in at 10.15? And uh, yeah, she's got a lot going on. So she's got uh, Black Haven Presents Bite Movie Night. You know, Black Haven Independent Theater and Entertainment. So tomorrow they've got... Uh, Opening night, you have to RSVP at 5 o'clock. Crush Group Friday at 5 p.m. Stetson Story Saturday at 5 p.m. So there's a lot going on. So um, opening night bite is Black Indie Short Films. I have a short film. I should I should have put it in. It's featuring Colton Harris. Y'all know Colton Harris. Um, he's always doing cool stuff. So uh, So they're inviting people to come celebrate the opening of uh, Bite with Stetson Gallery and screenings from local Black storytellers with 
featured film, filmmaker Colton Harris. So, so this is Thursday at on Dixwell Avenue at the old Stetson Library, so across the street in the plaza. Then Stetson Stories, the finale, is Saturday, 1 to 4. Uh, old Stetson Library. And then Crush Groove, 80s movie night. Holy cow. So um, go down memory lane and get inspired by this uh, by this iconic 80s culture film with your favorite throwback artists and actors of the era. So the screening will follow a roundtable of Black uh, representation in film through the ages. So it's Friday. That's Friday, 5 o'clock, Old Stetson Library. And then Filmmaker's Lab, Screenwriting and Directing with Colton Harris, Thursday, 4 to 5. That's tomorrow, tomorrow at the Old Stetson Library. So, so there's a lot going on. Pretty cool. Pretty darn cool. So uh, I hope that uh, people go and support that. So Sawa will pop in for a few minutes to talk about all these activities. You know, she's a ball of energy, that one. And she's so talented. She's super talented. So and I do believe um, Paul will be out with some word on the street at some point. Some point today. Uh, he'll be on. I guess I have to figure out. I gotta look. Look now. I gotta go look at what I told him. <laughs> so many, oh, so many things. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So so they might they might run into each other. You know, they they might, or she could come in, or or before ten o'clock, or. Or before ten, or or at like or nine nine forty five, like nine thirty or nine forty five. So it's a it's a little challenging. <laughs> I feel I feel like I have to be traffic controller this morning because I got I got all the parts. I got all the parts moving, 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 moving. Uh, happy, happy 85th anniversary to the to the uh, Jack and Jill organization. I believe uh, I think it's 85. I, I've seen all uh, across my my uh, Facebook social media sites yesterday. Um, everybody had their banners up, and uh, and they were uh, they were celebrating. So I believe it's 80, 85. I think it's 80. So let me let me take a look. I can tell you what Jack and Jill is. Uh, so Jack and Jill of America boasts 262 chapters representing more than 50,000 family members, making a difference in communities nationwide. So, uh, so you know, Jack and Jill is an organization for Black parents to give their children a cultural experience with other black children and families because oftentimes our kids are the onlys in schools and other uh, extracurricular opportunities. And uh, Jack and Jill of America 
is a membership organization of mothers with children ages 2 to 19 dedicated to nurturing future African-American leaders by strengthening children through leadership development, volunteer service, philanthropic giving, and civic duty. So uh, uh, I should have uh, had them on. It just came up on, it came up so quickly that uh, I didn't have opportunity to uh, to uh, schedule anybody to come on because by the time I saw it, it had already passed. Uh, so, but I still have them come on and talk about the history, the legacy, what this means uh, for this organization. Uh, and if you watch some black films, it's referenced. <laughs> and uh, my kids weren't in Jack and Jill, but we I knew so many people in Jack and Jill that uh, it was as if they were in Jack and Jill because they always went to all the things, you know, movie nights and trips and all kinds of stuff and dances. So, so I, I am adjacent to Jack and Jill. I mean, I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta sorority. So a lot of my sorority sisters um, were in leadership roles in Jack and Jill with their children. So, so my kids was always just going, you know, uh, it just always was going. So, so yeah, uh, they are celebrating and good for them. Good for them. And I just wanted to shout out because I know so many, I, I still have girlfriends that have young children, you know, that uh, are in Jack and Jill. So shout out to the to my friends and girlfriends and sister friends who are uh, uh, in Jack and Jill. So, so yeah. Uh, and if you don't know about Jack and Jill, just uh, go to their website, Jack and Jill, you know, uh, .org. <laughs> I believe it's Jack and Jill .org. Uh, yeah, Jack, Jack and Jill Inc.org, Jack and Jill Inc.org. Um, and the New Haven chapter is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty strong, pretty vibrant. Uh, lots of kids, uh, they do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I think they just had an event just recently. Uh, I mean, but they're always doing stuff. Oh, I know they were at uh, possible Fu the, the little, the little ones, the little, little ones were at uh, possible futures and Ife. I uh, had story hour for them, uh, reading some books. Uh, and they were so cute, cute, cute. These little kids are the cutest thing. So so I did get to see some Jack and Jill kids. <laughs> cute, cute, cute. So, yeah. Uh, so high five to the uh, mothers of Jack and Jill and to the kids of Jack and Jill. Lovely, wonderful, rich organization. So I just heard from Salvo, so she's going to pop in in a few minutes, I guess, and uh, give me a heads up, uh, a rundown on what she got going on in Black Haven and uh, and all the things. So, uh, so we're going to do our best. We're going to do our best and, and run run some interference and see what we could do. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm paying attention to Susan Clinard, who is an artist, and I love her work. Love, love, love her work. Um, I love this. This is so beautiful. So she's got this uh, 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 600 people hung their ribbon wish longings or prayers on a tree. 
So she, I guess it's a prayer tree or she, I don't know. It's just hella gorgeous. So that's all I'm going to say. And uh, I'm going to have her on soon too. Because, you know, I love talking to artists. I love talking to artists. And uh, I've spent some time with her. I've been to her house for dinner. So I, I enjoy her. Uh, I hear Eddie Henderson was a mood last night at Cafe Nine. I heard it was one for the books. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. I mean, I was having dinner with Fahad, which, you know, if I had to make another choice, I'd choose Fahad because it was just lovely to spend time with him. Um, so, Eddie Henderson, I'm sorry I missed thee. But, you know, the New Haven Jazz Underground brings some good guests. They bring some good musicians to town. So, I look forward to the to the next, whatever they do, the next show of whomever they bring. Uh, I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good with that. So uh, I'm just saying, there's some good music to be had in this town. And uh, I was thinking the other night, I'd like to get to the aisle shop and have a cigar. You know, I just have to pick a time when I can, tolerate all that smoke do you know what i mean like you have to be willing to you know you have to be willing to deal with that like when you get in the house take all your clothes off at the door and throw it right in the washing machine do you know what i mean it's like it's that kind of thing and get right in the shower and wash your hair it's it's that so you have to be willing to do that and uh i have to I, you know i have to plan for that unless it's summer and i can sit outside you know, if it's summer and I sit outside, I can hear the music. I'm good. You know, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, but there's something going on tomorrow that I I have planning to check out. I need to catch up with people. Like, what are we doing tomorrow? What is what is the event tomorrow? I think there's a bunch of things going on. And uh, I know there's something going on at Woosley Hall. Uh, I think there's something else going on. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find, see, this is what happens when you don't put everything in your calendar. You, uh, you just start, things start just disappearing. You're like, cause you know, I'm one of these people like, oh, I'll remember. No, no, I won't. No, no, I won't. So <laughs> I, I won't remember. I won't. So, uh, so I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure that out. And, uh, uh, so many things, so many things. So anyway, I did find a, a studio to store my, um, to work on my, my, um, my bench, my altar bench. So I'm going to bring it over to Dulio's space and, uh, I'm going to paint it there and, trick out the beads. I'm doing beads on Sunday, I think. So I'm going to get over there and get beads done. And then uh, that's what I'm going to do. So um, that's my plan for Sunday, Saturday. Pick up the bench on Saturday after class and then run it over there to Dulio. He's going to give me the key on Friday and then I'm going to start painting it. I got to start um, pulling together my affirmations of what I want to say 
And then uh, oh, so many things. <laughs> oh, so many, so many things. Anyway, that is uh, that is the the deal. That's the dealio. Um, so, and I put out a shout out for buttons. So hopefully people will bombard me with buttons. Um, cause Linda Mickens, uh, is going to teach me how to thread the buttons and the, um, all the things that I want. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And then Friday, I think sometime tomorrow, Friday and during the day, I'm going to run over and, uh, buy some letters, I think. Oh, it's exciting and exhausting all at the same time. So uh, keep, I'll keep you posted. And then I'll let you know when the exhibition goes up and uh, when you can come and experience the experience and check it out and all of that. Oh, I feel a little itchy. Uh, Shelly and, and some of the arts and ideas folks are in Cuba, and uh, I am trying to contain my jealousy. I wanted to go to Cuba. I could not afford to go to Cuba, but I wanted to go so badly. What? I wanted to go, but it was it was more than what I was willing, uh, than what I could do. And uh, I left it alone. Like, I didn't make a big deal out of it. I just, I just, I wanted to know what the price was. They gave me the price. I knew I couldn't do it. Not on top of trying to go to Marrakesh. So it's all these kinds of things. You know, you make decisions all the time about what's in, what you can and cannot do. And so I could not do that trip. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. So uh, Black Haven, Black Haven event tomorrow. That's where some folks are going to go to the pop-up. So, um, so that might be fun to pop up there. But I, I do believe there's something going on too at, um, at Woosley Hall. And I thought I put it on my calendar. I think the, um, I think there's some singing going on. So I'm going to try to, uh, I'm going to figure out how to coordinate this, uh, this uh, schedule and uh, see how I can catch up to two things. You know, how I can be at Blackhaven stuff and then catch some of the concert, you know. The good thing is that they're not far apart. You know, Dixwell Avenue is just a straight drive, and you know, around the corner kind of thing. So I could get there. Um, uh, I've been, I've been uh, toying with the idea of talking to some of these mayoral candidates, but I don't think I will. I don't want to, I don't want to be in the fray. Like, I, I don't want to talk to any of them. I don't. Um, for a lot of reasons. I, and, you know, I love politics. I love it. I just don't want to talk to any of them at the moment. So, but, I'm you know, the, but the jury is still out. So it's not like uh, I, it's a hard and fast thing. I just, on my first thought, I, I don't want to. So, so if you politicians are listening i i'm not sure i want to talk to you about uh your your platforms i'm not sure i do so nothing personal it's not personal 
It's just how much do I want to? I prefer to just stand back, watch, and commentate, have commentary uh, from where I sit rather than talk to them directly. I just want to listen to them from a place of not talking to them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I just want to talk to them. I want to listen. I don't really want to talk to them because I know how I know how I'll be. And uh, yeah, I know how I'll be. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to engage at that. I don't want to engage, you know, because it's not going to be a conversation that I'm going to enjoy. I don't think I, I rarely enjoy talking to politicians, you know, you know, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave it alone and uh, watch from afar and, and then comment. <laughs> I was just gonna, I'm going to watch from afar and then I'm going to comment. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, that's how it's going to be. So, so anyway. That's the that's the T for me right now. That's the T. That is the T. Uh, uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, I've been following this. Uh, I've been following this uh, this Good Morning America, Amy Robach and T.J. Holmes foolishness. I don't know if you watch Good Morning America, but you know T.J. Holmes is a good looking brother. And uh, Amy Robach is, you know, white woman. So I guess they've been having this affair. They're both married. They were having an affair. Apparently, he's got a bunch of bodies in his wake. You know, he's been he's been going through the GMA G, GMA staff <laughs> like hot peas and butter. And uh, so they. I guess are leaving their respective spouses in it. And I guess she's having this victim mode right now where, you know, she had no idea he had other affairs. I'm like, girl, yes, you did. You can't tell me you work someplace like that and you don't hear that he's been hitting it with some other people. Come on. I'm not buying that. And girl, I don't know why you thought your magic was the magic. It ain't men who cheat. They just cheat indiscriminately. You just, you just was, you just another knock them down. I, 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 I hope you didn't, you know, you, you, so you tear up your family for this attraction or whatever this is, because it's not love because any man that cheats on his wife with, with no regard like this is trash. Your mama didn't teach you that. <laughs> Messing with married men is a losing game. If you looking for your own husband. And women who married men that they've gotten through that way has long since regretted that mess. I, you know, I can't tell grown people what to do. I ain't in the business of that. I'm just telling you, girl, don't play victim. Don't be like, oh, and feel like, oh, you had no idea. It was this now? Girl, yes, you did. How are you going to work in a place and you don't know all the tea? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And I know everybody in that office was like, girl. You knew what he was doing. You knew what he was. But you think your magic is some other magic. You know, that voodoo you do is, you know, I think T.J. Holmes is like community peen. Ugh. 
These people get on my nerves. I don't fill my timeline with this foolishness. So you don't blow up your whole family for this guy who had no problems blowing up his family several times over. <laughs> his wife didn't even see it coming. They in therapy. She's thinking we're going to get back on track. He's messing around all over the place. So I'm like, girl, play the victim. But you know what? <sighs> she's going to do it. Because you know what? She need a job. So she's going to come across as she's been the, you know, misunderstood and, you know, she made a mistake. And I mean, it'll be, so, it'll be some of that foolishness. And uh, she'll see, uh, she'll see if she uh, gets her job back. You know, I'm just saying. I don't have any patience for that kind of stuff. I just do not have any patience. So anyway, they're off air. So and I know she needs a job and I know she's hella embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for her. No woman that is should be stupid. No one should be that stupid at that age. And she's got kids. Come on, girl. Snap out of it. <laughs> She needs a moonstruck slap. Snap out of it. Because no one should be that stupid. Girl, you messing with married men. They're not, first of all, if he didn't have to, if he, if his wife would have tolerated that, he wouldn't be leaving her. He'd still be married to her and doing that foolishness. But some women have self-respect. And if you have some, a modicum of self-respect, you're not going to tolerate that. I mean, he's a cheater. That's what he is. He ought to just be single. I don't even know why you marrying people. Uh, because that just makes no sense to me. You know, and to do that much harm. For what? You know, to, spend, to sneak around. And I think there's some excitement in sneaking around. There's some excitement in new encounter and, you know, somebody new. And, I, I, you know, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's, it's exciting and, you know, it, it jazzes things up. People like that level of chaos because they think it makes them vibrant, you know. Um, you know, we're going to get caught sneaking around. It makes it all the much more interesting, you know. Uh, so anyway, I'm just, uh, it's just interesting. So. Uh, okay. So that's all I'm saying. I, I don't, I don't get it, but that's, that's my, that's my entertainment gossip. And, uh, the other gossip is on the, uh, Oscar nods, Viola Davis and the woman King didn't get, um, a nod and people feel like, um, that was overlooked. Do you know what I mean? Like people feel like, oh, the Lion King was, I mean, the Lion King, the, Lion, <laughs> the woman King was overlooked. And I, I would dare, I would, I would say so, you know. Uh, 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 I would say so. So, you know. But I don't know. Did um did the woman king get any Golden Globe nods? It might have been. I, I guess it, it might have come out too early, you know, for consideration. I don't. I don't know what the story is. I don't know. 
I just know I, I've been watching the uh, the social media threads and people feel some kind of way, you know. And I mean, it's a, it was a wonderful film and it made some money. So, uh, so I don't know. And then the buzz about uh, the buzz about the Super Bowl. And now, you know, they 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 built up a pretty a pretty hefty pregame show too. You know, they got Shirley Ralph singing um Lift Every Voice. Um a, a couple of people, they, you know, they got a country singer coming singing too, pre-show, pre 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 pre-show stuff. Um they got babyface pre-show. Uh they got uh they got a bunch of people for pre-show. And then Rihanna as the 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 main attraction, and uh, and everybody's speculating what she'll do and and all that kind of stuff because she hasn't hinted to what she'll do. So so that's about the only thing I'll be committed to watching about the Super Bowl is the halftime show, some of the pre-show and then the halftime show, and that'd be it. I'm not I'm not interested in the game itself. As I said yesterday, I'm. Uh, football's not my thing anymore. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I'm I'm a fan of the other football. Soccer. I'm a fan I'm a fan of soccer now. <laughs> now, don't ask me for a team. I told you. I'm a hold out for World Cup and World Cup is every 4 years. So I'm a hold out for World Cup. That'll give me a sense of who I should cheer for, who I should be rooting for. Uh because you know they like a hundred hundred teams, and then they fight their claw their way to like the top twelve, and then I go from there. Because I, you know, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could follow uh, a soccer team from beginning to end. I, I don't think I. I don't think I'm that committed. I don't think I am. I think uh, I'll just wait and see who shakes out in the end. Do you know what I mean? When it gets to World Cup time, I know fair weather, fair weather. That's all right. That's how I'm rolling. <laughs> That's how I'm rolling in these streets, in these football streets. That's what I'm doing. Uh, and I've yet to see a, a women's soccer game because the, the Women's World Cup um, just happened, too, right after the Men's World Cup. But I, I didn't I don't know if they televised that. So I didn't get a chance to to uh, to check that. But but I'm, I'm I'm you know, I'm rocking with the I'm rocking with the other football. <laughs> I mean, I I hang out in a vegan vegetarian pub, so there's that part. You know, I do that. So so yeah, I'll keep you posted. I keep you posted. Maybe get somebody out who knows something about soccer and tell me how the game goes. You know, even though my kids play soccer when they were little, I know nothing about this game. Nothing. I I think I may have remembered a little bit of uh uh. Playing the game when I was a kid, I, I, I want to say that. So, I have to think about what I want to do here on the show for Black History Month in February. I think I'm gonna try to program this up. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot to be talking about. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get some guests on for Black History Month and just do a a real um, tight. Uh, a month of talking to people about Black history kinds of things. 
And that might be a good time to bring some politicians on, talk about, you know, what's going on in Connecticut, what's going on in the rest of the world, how do we position ourselves? And, you know, now that we're getting ready to uh, take a deep dive into the 1619 Project on Hulu, um, then uh, I think that's a that's a fine opportunity to uh, uh, to just, you know, deep dive into Black history stuff. And you know what I say, Black History Month is for, for other people, not Black people, because, you know, we Black 365, and I run a whole Black paper, and we just stay in... Uh, we stay. Uh, we we stay putting stuff up on stuff. And now I just joined a new um, Black Wire and heart and uh, on the continent, uh, and continent meaning Africa. Um, and they pull from all over the continent. They get information from all over the continent. You know, news, entertainment, tech, all the things. Uh, so I've been pulling from them, and I've I've actually enjoyed it so much. There's so much going on. So much going on in Nigeria and Ghana, uh, uh, Rwanda. Um, somebody, somebody we know just moved to South Africa. I don't know if I would want to live in South Africa. You know, those white people, those white people are like Southern white. I don't want to say Southern white people. This is what I'll say. I wouldn't want to live in South Africa because the white folks in South Africa who who hate that apartheid has ended is like. Um, the, the racist white people in this country on steroids. <laughs> you know, I don't know how you get to be on a continent and be that entitled and privileged. It's beyond me, you know. Uh, and I listen, I listen, they they've got some generations of white folks uh in South Africa. Uh, uh but you have to ask the question why? Well, colonization, colonization, you built your fortunes on the backs of of pe- black people, of Africans. You know, and uh, and so 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 yes, you're several generations in, but you're several generations in due to colonization, colonizing. You know, stealing the land from people and throwing them off of it, and then relegating them to slums and ghettos. You know, and and then not paying them money to work for you. I mean, it's just a whole. It's a whole thing. And uh, and it's painful, you know. And people are always like, well, these white people have been here for generations, generations, generations. Yeah, but y'all not the original people. You came, you didn't come bearing gifts. You didn't come to, you came to conquer. And conquer you did. So. So. <laughs> oh, I know, I. No, she's not staying. She's she's not staying. She's just popping in. So you could, you know, you could um pop on at 10:30 if you want. So, yeah, I'm see, you know, I'm I'm, I'm doing air traffic controlling. <laughs> I'm, I'm air traffic controlling. I'm air traffic controlling. So, so yeah, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna have her on, and then uh, uh, and then she's gonna pop off. So, we're we gonna talk about uh, 
gonna talk about that. And uh, so yeah, so if you're listening, Paul, Sawa's coming out at ten fifteen. She's gonna hang out for fifteen minutes or so. And uh, okay, great, uh, great. Uh, I guess at ten thirty. You know, so it'll be fine. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, you know, I, I think I need to um I think I need to run down the community calendar. I need to go, you know what I need to do? This is what I'm gonna do right now before uh before I read the the um um stop um human trafficking. I'm gonna go to um the uh New Haven Arts calendar. Cause that's I always tell people to to do that, and uh... <laughs> get on it. I have faith in you, Paul BZ. So I'm gonna look at the calendar. And I can tell you. Uh, I can tell you what's going on, and you know, and the calendar is broken up into days, times, advocacy. Oh, okay. February 1st, uh, the Bach Collegium Japan. February 1st, 7.30, yes, School of Music. Okay. Uh, let's see. Huh. Yale University Art Gallery in-person program, teen program. That's today, 3 o'clock. Wind Down. Oh, if you've not gone to the known uh, Wind Down Wednesdays, uh, 4.30, it's like a happy hour meets entrepreneurs meets um, artists. <laughs> it's free to attend. It's on the fourth floor. Uh, I think it's 129 Orange Street, uh, 4.30. Go have some happy hour. Uh, and then there's uh, legal workshops for creatives. It's virtual. It's at six o'clock. So if you have some legal questions, legal particular things like copyright law for creatives, um, contract and negotiation, best practice, employment law 101, creative workers rights, advanced legal topic film, uh, planning your artistic legacy, Employment Law 102, Hiring a Creative Workforce. So that's virtual, six o'clock. Um, that is really good information, particularly for people who are artists, who are you know, trying to protect themselves, trying to set things up. That's a good thing. Oh my gosh. Um, tonight is Step Africa at the Schubert. Tonight, 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 Step Africa, 7.30. I don't, I don't think I can get to that. I don't. I don't know. Oh, my Lord. So anyway, Step Africa at the Schubert Theater tonight at 7.30. If you've not seen this, you want to see this. Um, cipher Poetry, This the word cipher. That's tomorrow, 4 o'clock at the Neighborhood Music School. That looks like a good event. You know, poetry. Uh, the Alex Steyer, uh, I guess it's a recital. Alex Dyer, piano. That's tomorrow, 4.30 at Morse Recital Hall. Get yourself there. The Builder Book, Local History, Susan Godshaw and Jack Tripp. 
Ives Main Library, six o'clock. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, winter session at Odd Fellows Playhouse, six thirty. Tomorrow, Odd Fellows. Uh, the Community New Haven Community Chorus, open enrollment rehearsals. January 19, 26, February 2nd, 7 p.m. First Presbyterian Church, 704 Whitney Avenue, New Haven. So nice. So if you want to sing, open rehearsals, go. Uh, Carter Johnson, piano, uh, tomorrow, Morse Recital Hall, 730. Madison Art Society, free lecture, Art and Legacy of the Wyest. It's 11 a.m. on the 27th on Zoom. So if you go to the Arts Council page and click on their calendar, you will pull it up. And there's so many cool things going on. So many cool things um, that you can uh, 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 find out about. So, so you don't have to be doing what I do, scrolling through people's Facebook feed, trying to figure out what to do. So uh, let me get to my, uh, let me get to my, uh, my um, PSA for Love 146. And then we'll take a break. I'll be back at 10.15 with Sawa talking about all the stuff at Blackhaven. So January is National Slavery and Human Trafficking Prevention Month. Do you know someone who is a victim of human trafficking? Human trafficking is a form of modern day slavery with illegal smuggling and trading of people for forced labor and sexual physical abuse. This is a worldwide problem as well. Uh, it's a worldwide problem as well as it is in Connecticut. Traffickers target people, both boys and girls, who are vulnerable uh, with the promise of a better life, uh, forcing, them, forcing them to live and work in unfair and abusive conditions. Many traffickers are well known, living near us and promising and convincing young people and families that their children have a better life in a new place. Under United States federal and Connecticut state laws, human trafficking is a crime. Let's work together to protect our children against these horrific crimes. If you're a victim or you know someone who is a victim of human trafficking, or if you would like to learn more about this serious issue in our society, please contact Love 146 at 203-772-4420. That's 203-772-4420. We need your help. If you see something, if you see something, say something. If you see something, say something. This public service announcement is being sponsored by the Waterbury, Connecticut chapter of the Lynx. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm very excited. And uh, and I, I want you all to uh, um, pay attention. <laughs> I, I need you all to pay attention and, uh, you know, be about that life. So uh, let me uh, let me send Harry these pictures so that he could post them up if he could, and uh, I can get uh, I can get this on for Sawa if we could put them up on our page, you know, as we as we talk to her for fifteen minutes, and. Uh, I think it'll be a, a wonderful opportunity to uh, uh, showcase her for a few minutes because all these activities are going on. And uh, and if you don't have anything to do on a Friday night, uh, Thursday night or Friday night, here you go. 
And uh, I'm excited about the whole crush group thing because that really is my era. I'm just here to tell you. So, uh, <laughs> so I know something about crush groove. So I, so I sent all these to you, Harry. So if you could rotate them in, if you have time, if not, you know, they, they got a whole website, I think. Uh, well, anyway, Sal, Sal will tell us how to plug in. And she'll tell us how to um, connect to people. So, so I'm excited. So she's gonna jump on at 10 15. I'll be back at 10 15. Word on the street to be here at 10 30. Paul's gonna jump on at 10 30. Uh, we'll have a little word on the street because I know how y'all love word on the street. I love it too. It's my favorite thing. It gives me a, a real slice of uh New Haven. Uh, and we get to see the people in our city that make the city go that you don't or ordinarily see. So, all right, so I'm, I'm gonna jump off. I'll be back. Thanks. Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org.
<laughs> Welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I got Sawa hanging out for 15 minutes. Hey, Sawa. What's up? It's been a minute. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you, Babs? Thank listen, you for having me on the show. Listen, you call, you say, hey, you got to do this. I'm like, come on, girl, come on. Black Haven. No, Black Haven. Well, now, Black Haven has kind of morphed into like, because it says uh, it's not just films, it's entertainment, it's all kinds of things. So you broaden yeah. the scope a little bit. We brighten it. This, you know, it's exciting. We're brightening the scope a little bit more um, with this pop up, with these movie screenings, with storytelling. You know, we're realizing that Black stories have to be told. Um, and, and really a theme of storytelling has, has begun to arise. So I'm excited. So give me the rundown. What's up first? <laughs> so uh, Black Haven is excited to announce that we partnered with the city um, among some other partnerships, Concorp, um, uh, the, the New Haven Public Library, to do a three-day pop-up in Dixwell um, in the old Stetson Library Plaza. You, I grew up in the Stetson Library. I know many have so many Stetson stories. <laughs> that building has been there for 50 years, y'all. 50 years. Okay. Yes. Um, it's, it, and it's going to be transitioning into a, a new project, but I wanted to give the community the opportunity to, to say it's final farewells and also give its last creative breath. Um, so tomorrow, 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 Thursday, January 26th, we're going to be kicking it off with Black independent movie screenings of a local Black filmmakers. We're featuring Colton Harris, who's an amazing musician, yes. filmmaker, director, producer, just kick continues to go on so we were like we have to feature him we're featuring all his films that's going to start doors open at five but i got a treat treat for the creative folks he's also doing a film uh screenwriting and directing workshop beforehand so screenwriting and directing 4 p.m january 26 and then doors open at five for the screening um then we have the next day we're screening crush groove Oh my God! What you know about crush? What you know about crush groove, girl? You don't know nothing about no crush you know, groove. I, 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 I <laughs> and it changed. It changed me. I was like, this film is incredible. <laughs> Why does nobody know about this? So we're coming in with crush groove, January twenty seventh. Come fill the room, y'all. Come on, don't play me like that. I, I'm pulling this out of the gutter for y'all. 27th, uh, Friday the 27th, doors open at 5 p.m. again. We're coming in, snacks provider, all that stuff. Um, the third night or the third day, which is going to be Stetson Stories, is Tell Your Stetson Stories event. You know, this 50-year strong building, I know that y'all got more than 50, 11 stories to tell. So come <laughs> January 28th, <laughs> come tell your story. Uh, and we want to document it, you know, I'm going to have my team on the ground to be able to document these stories because a lot, like a lot of the black history in New Haven, we know about it. We tell each other interpersonally, but we don't have it documented. How's the next generation going to know? We got these our spaces are going to continue to transform. We're going to continue to be involved with it. We also got to preserve the, the amazing work that black uh, folks have done in this community um, yes. and, this, and the, uh, the intergenerational stories there. So come out Thursday, tomorrow. Friday, the next day, you're not coming out, send it somebody. You can't opt to donate for Black creatives because everything you see was curated by Black creative. Shout out to Bloom, Alicia for sponsoring the interior design is looking fly. We turned a, a blank space into a movie theater. How? But, you know, that's the thing. So come on through. I, I love it. So are y'all going to have events all year round, Sawa, or 
or is this the this time of the year is going to be your your committed time to do? We're this gearing up. We're gearing stuff? up. We're okay. gearing up for our festival May thirteenth. Oh, okay. We're coming around the corner, coming around the cut. Super excited about that. I'm looking forward to it. it we're, we're, we're coming into a new age. We're coming to a new age. We're finding about what the needs are, um, what's relevant, what's 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 tapping into the to the local community. So we'll see. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, I love it. I love it. So tell me about the team. Tell me who's on the team. Hey, shout out to Danessa Pedroso. Um, we got some folks in Hartford. We got our folks down here in New Haven. Um, Isaiah Edwards, Brianna Chance. Uh, we also have some uh, some volunteers that have come on. Shout out to them. Vini, um, Jessica, or Benny, Jessica. Super excited. Like, they have been doing amazing work. I could not do it without a team. So shout out to them, all Black creatives, all of them local, all of them from the state of Connecticut. It's amazing. I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, so now, uh, how did you land on Crush Groove as the film? Because, you know, there's a lot of Black films out there from the 80s. Like there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I landed on Crush Group because when I was shown this film, when I had the opportunity to see this film, I saw it and I was like, wow, this is really deep. And then the, a lot amount of stories that were attached to it. Like mm. anytime I would say Crush Group, it was like, oh, when I went there in the movies, I had my popcorn. I made sure I was home before the, the lights turned out on the street. It's like the narratives that came out of it. But I also heard that this film was the first one of the first iterations of black like culture on film and representation. Like it was kind of like this first iteration that was kind of shown on this mainstream public platform. And so the people like black folks at that time were really proud of this film because of that reason. It's just the narratives that I heard. Um, I also saw that like Russell Simmons was like a big, like he was like directing slash like written, wrote like to a level of this film. And I was like, oh, hold up. There's layers to this musicians came together and made this film that ended up popping off. And I was like, I really relate to that story because I'm a musician myself. I'm a singer songwriter. I came into film randomly. I was like, okay, I'm here. It's been three years, been producing, been doing this thing. So the intersection between storytelling and musician and arts, that's what I love about film is that film can integrate the mediums. I think that's so dope. I love it. I love it. So do people have to pay to get in, Sour? Like what's the what's the what's the cover? Listen, I'm gonna be transparent with y'all. It's free. And <laughs> my people say, and um, you can opt in to support Black creatives with whatever amount you want. It can be whatever amount you want. Um, we've done this for the last, for actually every single one of our events that we've done. We this is for the festival. Actually, we've had people for one ticket pay whatever they pay, but I'll pay sixty, pay seventy, pay hundred. It's it, it's amazing, and I love how. People, I'm not, you know, I'm not pushing you to go but like, um, it's amazing <laughs> to see what happens when you give people the option to pay mm -hmm. what they want. Um, it, I think it gives people the opportunity to pay to kind of bless. So come, come through and bless. Come through and bless us real quick. Um, I love it. Yeah. So, um, so what's next? What's the film fest festival shaping up to be like in May? So the film festival is shaping up to be like in May. We're getting our uh, the submissions are still open. Please go run, run to Film Freeway. Um, that's what we're using, the platform we're using to for you to for, submit your films. Um, the theme this year is Black Home. So we- Oh, okay. Um, every year our theme is to, um, we utilize our theme to gather creatives around it, but also uplift the 
uh, relevant issues in our community. And so interestingly enough, housing and security, housing, all these different things have been a really like important issue in New Haven and in the statewide. So we've been talking to organizations and want to continue to talk to you. So reach out to me at info at blckhaven.com if you are an organization or collective that is um, works in how uh, works towards how you know supporting people with housing uh, insecurity, um, maybe even first time home buyers programs. Like we want to hit a range. We want to have like wherever you are in your housing journey, we want to be able to get those resources and services, you know, and uplift that. Um, and so there's that. So yeah, every year we use our uh, our theme to uplift the issues in the community. I'm so excited about that. Um, it's going to be at Concat. Mm -hmm. Shout out. I'm giving y'all all the, the exclusive drops. The exclusive drop. You get in there early, y'all. You get in there early. So go run to at BLCK at Black Haven CT on Instagram. Follow us. Support us. We're going to need the fundraiser out for real uh, to continue to get this, this effort forward. Like I said, it's sliding scale. We try to make our art accessible to our communities because we know, you know, the pandemic, the panini, we know it's just it's hard. Um, so yeah, that's what's up with the, with this. That's what this year is shaping up to be like. We're we're going to be able to really kind of continue to fill out this vision, um, like we originally had. I love it. Well, I so appreciate you coming on this morning and uh, giving me giving give me the drop. I love it. <laughs> I gotta give you the exclusive drop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm such a fan of you and everything that you do. Uh, before you go, uh, where are you singing at these days, girl? I know you got Ooh. to be singing somewhere. So I am gearing up to so the last actually performance i had i i uh shout out to the yale msa <laughs> they're so awesome uh, they did a uh, uh ivy muslim conference and so that's the last performance i did i need to post that on my instagram stop playing um but um this next round i would like i'm working to to do my own curation of a show so i want to do like an own creation of show and that is going to have my second ep so yes everybody i'm working on ep2 it's happening. <laughs> I'm um, glad. Yes, it's happening. I'm excited. So they got the they got they got a glimpse of this uh, new iteration of this EP two. So thank you for asking. Because of course, I, I you're one of my favorite <laughs> creatives. So I always love watching what you do, and I love when you sing. So there's well, that. when it when it drops, no, you be the first. Yeah, you gotta come up, come on this show, and let's play some of them. And then you're gonna talk about you know what they yeah. are and why. I'm ready for that. And I want you to come back for the film festival too. So you can spend more time and talk about, yeah. you know, the process and the films that yeah. you've gotten in and all that kind of stuff. Because it's been a process, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> listen, it's not easy, but you're doing it. So there's that. Mm -hmm. And you're setting a good example for these young people out here to see that if they uh -huh. want to make something happen, they got to do it. Yes, do it. Listen, I got to tell myself it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the apartment it looks pretty from where ah, i see thank you <laughs> information out there shout out to my tree <laughs> it's good it looks gorgeous sour thank you thank you i'm taking care of it shout out to my neighbor <laughs> she moved and um i grew up next to it and she moved and um because her husband passed away so i was like i must like take care of this tree and keep holding it in my care so shout out to her she really somebody there's me okay <laughs> 
Well, thank you, Sal, for popping in. I love I love the pop in. So if everybody's listening tonight, pop in, pop into the to the event starting tomorrow. So you got a weekend, a weekend long of activities. So I don't want to hear nobody say they have nothing to do. You got to see a film. You could tell a story. You could hear stories. You could watch a film. You could you could you could sit in on a on a lecture and a class about how to make films. So there's a lot going on. It's a lot. Choose to start your black history right. Come on. I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that. You are saying goodbye to the old Stetson Library yeah. too. That's a that's a beautiful thing. Yes, that's a beautiful thing. Love it. Thank, Thank you, so. you guys. I'll see you awesome. in these streets. Peace. <laughs> see you in the streets. <laughs> I love that girl. Love, love, love that girl. She's so talented and creative. I've just watched her blossom over the years. I've watched her come into her own. I watched her struggle and I watched her rise up and. You know, that's what as as a parent, that's what we all we want to see is our kids rise up. You know, sometimes they don't see it that way, but that's what that's secretly this all that we want. So I know Paul is out there scouring the streets for uh word on the street. So he'll pop in any minute now, as soon as he run up on somebody. And and we'll end we'll end the uh my my show today with uh with some word on the street stuff. So I know he out there walking mighty fast, walking mighty hard. <laughs> Try, try to get somebody, try to get somebody. I was like, okay, all right. And uh, we'll, 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 we'll see how it goes. So, uh, you know, uh, that's it. That's the way of the world. So uh, that was good. So if you don't know what Crush Groove is, Crush Groove was a film that came out in 1985. Uh, I, I think I had just, uh, I had just graduated college in 1985. So it's an American musical comedy drama uh, distributed by uh, Warner Brothers. It was written by uh, Ralph Farquhar uh, and uh, directed by Michael Schultz. Um, it was produced along with George Jackson and Doug McHenry, who I know them because they were clients of Terry Williams back in the day when I was running back and forth to New York, working in entertainment public relations. Uh, this film is loosely based on the early days of uh, Def Jam recordings and up-and-coming record producer Russell Simmons. Uh, in the movie, he's renamed Russell Walker, and he's portrayed by Blair Underwood in his in his feature film debut. I didn't realize this was Blair Underwood's first first movie. Simmons was the first uh, was the film's co-producer and story consultant. He also had a cameo in the film as a club owner named Crockett. So let me tell you who's in Crush Groove. Uh, Sheila E, Run DMC, The Fat Boys, Curtis Blow, Blair Underwood, and No Edition. Like, that alone should make you just want to watch this film. And I don't know if you can see it on Netflix, but if you can't see it, this weekend would be a good time to see it over at the Old Stetson Library. Uh, go and see this film, because I think you, you'll enjoy it. I mean, for the music alone. It's, it's only 97 minutes, so it's not like watching The Godfather. It's 97 minutes. So you know you you got you got you got an hour and a half to to sit down and watch a good movie, and uh, it made eleven. It was the budget was three million. It made eleven million, um, and uh, it's a good film. Fun. It's a fun film. Film, music. It's music. It's got all the. It's got all the people. So, I mean, Curtis Blow. Come on, Sheila E. LL Cool J. Beastie Boys, New Edition, The Fat Boys, Shaka Khan, 
Debbie Harry, the Gap Band. <laughs> Full force. Full force, get busy. <laughs> so I just want you to uh, support uh, Black Haven. They are out here. These young people are out here trying to uh, curate uh, their futures, and we don't support that. So if you have opportunity, uh, get over there and uh, support them. See the film. You know, uh, movie night is tomorrow night, five o'clock, Saturday. uh, No, opening night is tomorrow night. The movie Crush Groove is Friday at five. And Stetson Stories is Saturday at uh, five. And if you want to check out Filmmakers Lab, screenwriting and directing with Colton Harris, then you want to check him out Thursday at four. So, so there's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, listen, if you had to pay for this, it would be a lot of money. <laughs> so, so get yourselves, get yourselves over to the old Stetson this weekend and uh, uh, have a good time. And, uh, and if you like young people, because I know, you know, Sawa and her friends and all the creatives that run in that, that crowd, they're going to be out in full force. And there's old dogs like us will be on the periphery, you know, taking it all in and cheering them on. So so get yourself out there. Uh, and then, you know, you can run over to uh, Step Africa at the Schubert. You could do that. You could do that tomorrow. You can run over to Step Africa. I think it's at 7.30. You can get yourself over there and uh, enjoy the evening. And if that's not enough, you can get yourself to Woosley Hall and check out uh, some some of the, uh, some music. So I'm just saying. <laughs> so where, Paul, where are you at? Are you combing the streets? Did you find anybody? I don't know, Paul. I think maybe you do better when it's like early in the morning when you see people like coming and going to works and all manner of things. I think 1030 might be uh, uh, people are where they at. <laughs> I think 1030 people are just where they are at. Uh, and maybe they're not walking the mean streets of New Haven. But I have faith in you. I have every faith in you that you'll get one in before we uh, before we shut it down and go about our business. You know, because it's Wednesday, it's the middle of the week. And uh, I've got a a few more things I got to do today for the paper because it goes to press today. And uh, I've got a few more things that I need to do for for some other things, for some other commitments. And then uh, then that's that's my day. Uh, I'm psyched about it. Uh, I'm going to try to... uh, try to uh there's a, a talk that i want to catch today at two uh challenging 50 years of mass incarceration it's a web it's a on a zoom thing and I, i'm gonna try to uh i'm gonna try to catch that so uh it's about 50 years ago the united states embarked on a path of mass incarceration that has led to a staggering increase in the correction of population so today nearly two million people uh disproportionately black americans are 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 living in prisons and jails instead of their communities. In the early 1970s, this count was just 360,000. This year, the sentencing project, alongside a wide-ranging group of advocates, experts, and partners, are launching a new campaign, 50 years in a, in a, in a wake-up, ending the mass incarceration crisis in America. 
This powerful public education campaign is designed to raise awareness about the dire state of the country's criminal legal system, the devastating impact of incarceration on communities and families, and, and, and propose more effective crime prevention strategies for our country. So they're, they're doing a virtual launch at two o'clock. I'm going to make that. I'm going to be in the mix. That's my plan. Um, and examine the data behind the past 50 years of mass incarceration in the United States and provide opportunities and resources for organizations to get involved. So they've got a um, they've got an interesting panel of people, some heavy hitters, some interesting people. Uh, Nagozi uh, Gondanoush, the sentencing project, uh, Kate Tremel, prison fellowship, Monica Reed, National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers, Ebony Underwood, We Got Us Now, Ronald Simpson Bay, Just Leadership USA. So I've already registered. So it starts at two o'clock. I think it's, they probably hold it to an hour and a half or so. Uh, but that's my my goal is to uh, tune in and be about about that. So that's so that's that's my 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 early part of the afternoon because uh, I am uh, I am very interested still in, uh, in eradicating mass incarceration. I'm standing right now in the creative space of looking at it from a a creative perspective, an artist perspective, um, you know, because I'm finding artistry as a new way to solve problems, uh, creative ways to solve problems. So, so I'm standing in that space. So that's what, and I'll tell you what I learned tomorrow. Like if I, if I learned anything and, and I will, um, I mean, just the statistics alone are staggering. Uh, and our rule is here tomorrow. We got to get our, our, our Risha check in. So on rule is here tomorrow. And uh, we get to have a conversation uh, and get our, our get our Arishas lined up. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the way you say that. Like, you know, whatever your Arisha is, whatever the one that you uh, are having affinity for, we're going to get them all. We're going to get this ancestor call up. And uh, and it's always good to have Henri. He is really my, these days, my spiritual touchstone. So I'm looking forward to the conversation with him tomorrow. Uh, and that's our thing. Elizabeth Alexander, I'm going to tune in tomorrow. Uh, she's doing a virtual uh, State of Our Union telling the American story. So I'm going to I'm going to uh, zoom in on that tomorrow. That's later in the day. And uh, and I can't wait. Um, you know, Elizabeth Alexander uh, heads up the Mellon Foundation and she has made them a social justice organization. <laughs> she she made them white folks a social justice organization. Go ahead, girl. Now, if we can get you to come to Yale, make Yale a social justice institution. Woo. Child, the world is changing. It is changing for sure, for sure. So that's tomorrow. So there's a lot going on, people. There's a lot going on. And you can you can be about it, be a part of it, all the things. So, uh, yeah. So I'm waiting for Paul to find somebody. Oh, there he is. All right. Paul is in the house. I knew he wouldn't disappoint. <laughs> we're going to get this word on the street. I don't know who he's going to talk to this morning at 1030. Because I feel like if you out there, you out there. You know what I mean? You're in. You're in. You're in. You're in. So there you go. Hey, Paul. Good morning, Babs. Good morning. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm interested to see who you found at 1030 because I, I just feel okay, like the later you are, the harder day. it becomes. Well, we got met a really nice woman this morning who has some big plants for later in the day around the morning. Her name is Lauren. 
Say hi to Babs, Lauren, at WNHH. Hi, Bab, nice to meet you. Hi, so Lauren. what's the word on the street today? Um, so sorority. today at Yale, it is sorority rush day. Oh! Um, which is exciting. Um, yeah. So what's involved with sorority? What does that mean for like, the, who gets to join a sorority for the semester? Uh, for all four years. Um, okay. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, usually it's the, the underclassmen. Are you a first person? Are you first year? No, I'm a junior. Junior. So you're looking to join for two years. Um, well, I'm already in one. So oh, I'm you're in one. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you're yeah. like the gatekeeper. No, <laughs> no, no. It's really exciting. Usually at, at Yale, it's not as like serious as it is. It's not as like, intense so. like Mean Girl. No, or mean absolutely Boy. not. Yeah. It's just looking for like kind of like a community of girls at Yale, um, which is exciting. Um, and what um what sorority are you in? I'm in Alpha Phi. Alpha Phi. Phi, like the Greek. Yeah. yeah. And and so you know, I don't remember. I got I went yeah. to Yale like last century, like way yeah. back. But I don't remember frats and sororities being that big then. Was there a new resurgence of it? Because um, they had the secret societies. Right. So they, they still have those. Um, those are like just for like the seniors. And that's mean girl, mean boy stuff, right? Like I, who gets in and who you has know, to be raised. Since, I've, since I'm just a junior, I actually have no idea yet. Um, but maybe you know more than I do. No, I remember <laughs> they make them go do yeah. silly stuff on the street, embarrass themselves oh to gosh. get in and stuff. Yeah. I I truly have no idea about that one but um the sororities are a lot of fun it is a smaller community than definitely at a lot of the larger um like huge Greek life schools but um it's it's a really nice like all four of the sororities at Yale are pretty tight knit um I, my friends are in all of them well, you know we hear a lot Lauren about what it's like to keep your age right now in school and younger it's not the happiest time always mental health a little bit tough with the COVID and other stuff going on what roles does sorority play in terms of helping young people navigate a pretty intense time of their life? Absolutely. I was actually a freshman during COVID. So I started college from my childhood bedroom on Zoom. And I actually rushed a sorority on Zoom. Um, and like, just like being able to like connect and meet with those older girls that you have like a pre-formed like connection with, like you have something that you have in common, like being in a sorority has like, they help you like take your classes they like help you prep for job interviews they and you have like, fun right yeah it's it's also a great time we have so many like fun like social events like formals so it's honestly been the hallmark of my time at Yale it's been the best part of Yale. it has been the best better than grand down. strategy with Paul Kennedy or anything hands like down better than that better than game theory <laughs> really um, you took yeah, game theory I sure have <laughs> so game theory you're figuring out how nations will work with each other based on learning history right <laughs> yeah. figuring out the next move is Ukraine how does that tie into sorority theory oh gosh I took one class and then I then I went right away from global affairs. I stuck to my my poli What's sci. Right? Poli sci. That's what I think um, too. But game theory scared me. But um. But, and so, what are you yeah. doing today to prepare for rush? What's your role and what were you doing with the car? First, I'm gonna put some makeup on. I hope this isn't going. <laughs> Don't worry, we have uh, Um, I actually I just put all my like stuff in there. Like I have some. We have like um like a Yale classroom booked for today. We're gonna put some like balloons up. Um, Where does this take place? Um, literally anywhere on campus. Like the sororities just have like different classrooms. So where are you doing this rush? Um, this one is in one of the residential colleges. So you're preparing now to bring materials for the rush event. Yeah. So that includes books and balloons. I unfortunately I'm wearing both hats today. The student. Uh, So the books books are for class. (laughs) Yeah. What about class? (laughs) Um. It's called the philosophy of education. Um, Very nice. It's pretty interesting. I've, it's only been a week of school so far. So you think you want to be a teacher? You know, I've always wanted to be a teacher. So I, we won't say too loud in case you don't like the class. I know. Like yeah. Strategy <laughs> ends up being a bummer. Yeah. Um, it's been pretty. It's been pretty good so far. But I've always thought about 
maybe being a teacher. Uh, I, know, I, mean, I don't sound like an yeah. old fart, but I think it's great that you're testing it out. Yeah. You took some classes yeah. you like, some you didn't. You've always thought you might be a teacher. You take philosophy education. Like, I hope you find out whether you like it. So you got the you. books for that in the car, yeah. and you got balloons for the event. Yes. And um, what time's the event? Um, it is later tonight, like after dinner time. And is it fun for you to play the role if you had been recruited to recruit young women in? Oh my gosh, absolutely. It's like, it's like the best feeling to be able to like, let like give like the freshman girls like kind of what Alpha Phi gave to me. So like, which was get all sappy, like a community, like truly like my best friends. Like I live with all of them. Like it's, it's awesome. To, it, Yale is like a big and scary place. Um, and it's nice to just have, especially girl, girlfriends. So. You know, I, I bore the hell out of the younger women I work with when they hear this, but I hope they're not listening. When I was at Yale in the late 70s, early 80s, it was very important for the female students to be called women, not girls. Yeah. They said, and you know, it's ridiculous that we thought we might be men because, you know, boys mature much older. But they felt like, you know, it was a feminist issue that they were not girls. And then I know that women who fought there later said there was a return to not wanting to grow up so fast, maybe. Like I noticed you say girls. What is the thinking behind wanting to be called girls rather than women? I think that when it comes from a place of like, these are my best girlfriends, but then also like they are also like incredibly talented, like driven, like women at the end of the day too. So I think there's, I think it can be both. Now, Babs, you're in a sorority, right? <laughs> yes. What sorority are you in? I'm in Delta Sigma Theta sorority. That's right, which... Delta. You want the Deltas? Do you have any questions for Lauren? No. Uh, how many? How many young women are you expecting? How many women are you expecting? Um, there's, there's about a hundred in my sorority Whoa. and then about 250, um, hopeful newcomers. So. And do they all get in? Um, at, at Yale, um, typically like if you like go through the entire process, you'll, you'll pretty much get a bit. So in other words, they check out all four Yep. and then they decide, and, and usually you get into whichever one you want because people divide it up. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you like go through the process, you will typically end up being matched. with. Now, do different people like different sororities based on their personality, different kind of joint interests, different ones have like, what's the personality of Alpha Phi? Yeah, absolutely. We're, I like to say, like, we're just a great, like, like wholesome group of girls that just genuinely likes to like hang out and spend time together. Um, but all four sororities, I mean, like they're, they're all just great girls. Like we just had like a, a group meeting with all of them. Like they're, they're literally all my friends. Like it's not. Well, I love the positivity because you know, Babs, sometimes we hear about the cutthroat nature of campus life. Do you have any other questions, Babs, for Lauren? Um, so when these, uh, how long is the process for them to become uh, a sorority sister? Well, how long is the process for them to become a sorority sister? Uh, just a couple of days. Just like, okay. just like. Have you ever said no to anyone? Have I personally? No, no, no. the sororities. Oh, I mean, like each round, it's like a mutual matching process and girls decide which ones they want to bring back. So in words, it's not like your reject is more like, yeah, this kind of work and check out the other ones, the Delta something. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely like a mutual match. It's like how it works in every every pandemic sorority. And what about anything else, Babs? No, have a good rush. Have a good rush, Babs. Thanks so much. And this is Paul and Lauren checking out. From Word on the Street on WNHHS FM's Love Babs, Love Talk, New Haven's home for community radio. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Lauren. That's good. See, I'm telling <laughs> you, people still want connection. They want connection. And sororities uh, are our are, are, are way to bring connection in white sororities and in black sororities. Oh, Dale, I must say black sororities are uh, uh, 
very different than white sororities. So, uh, but nonetheless, uh, the the overarching theme is connection and community. So there you go. All right, I'm on my way out. I've enjoyed this today. Um, if y'all uh, have have nothing to do this weekend, check out Black Haven at the Old Stetson. Anytime after four o'clock, they, they'll have a film and uh, workshop around filmmaking. Uh, there'll be storytelling Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So make your way over there to the old Stetson. And hey, this is your opportunity to say goodbye to the Stetson at that. So you get to say goodbye to the old space. Um, so it's a pop-up. And if Bloom and is in charge of tricking out the space, I know it's going to be hella gorgeous. So I'm just going to go just so I can see Alicia's handiwork. I love what she did at the at the Marcel for the Arts and Ideas Gala. So listen, <laughs> and that brutalist building is brutal. So she made it look like a garden where there's no windows and no decent light. And she made it feel like a garden. So I can imagine how she's going to make this feel like a theater. Uh, she has such good eyes. She has such a good eye. So anyway, y'all behave. I'll be back tomorrow on Thursday. And then we'll uh, have some more uh, wrap up uh, what's going on. So I'll see y'all. Thanks, Harry Jones. I'll see you tomorrow. Crush grooving, body moving. Crush grooving, body moving. Crush grooving, body moving. Crush grooving, body moving. Shiller and us, we keep moving and grooving like the number 10 bus.